it's it's self-serving but it's also serving them so like yeah like you gotta yeah the internet is a bunch of lions and you've got the meat you gotta give them the meat you know? that's right <laughs> bad analogies right now that's what you guys are in texas you got a lot of lions a lot of tigers a lot of tigers <laughs> yes <laughs> not as many as oklahoma apparently <laughs> yeah i guess right it's it, uh it's insane Welcome to the Light and Dark Podcast, where you can grow your community, build your business, and have fun doing it. I'm Rachel Driscoll. And I am John Mansfield. We are two wedding photographers forging our way in these sometimes lonely places of the entrepreneurial world, looking for a way to create community and a feeling of belonging. Deciding to join forces, we began our journey to teach a workshop that was inclusive of our very different yet equally creative styles, leading to the undertaking of the Light and Dark Workshop. Wanting to help more creatives than we could face-to-face, we decided to take our collective experience and start a podcast. And here we are today. If you're a creative entrepreneur looking for community and education, you've come to the right place. So grab a cup of coffee. Or a Red Bull. And buckle up for today's episode. Today's episode, we hang out with Adam Mason of Mason Photography, and he walks us through some tips on how to start getting SEO to work for you and generate leads, which means more money and which means more time doing what you love. You may know Adam from the Bearded Tog podcast. We talked to him a little bit about his show, a lot about SEO, and we laugh a lot along the way. So here is our conversation with Adam Mason. Uh, today, we have a very special guest on the show, um, Rachel Dreskel. She is here with okay. us. <laughs> and we have Adam Mason. He is uh, the photographer or one of the photographers at Mason Photography based out of Washington, D.C. He also hosts the Bearded Tog podcast, um, which I'm sure all of you will listen to because we highly recommend it over here. Yeah, if you're not, uh, you could be listening right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of this instead of, yeah go yeah, ahead and pause this <laughs> no uh, i'm yeah. so excited for you to be on adam i like have my notebook and pen ready i'm like gonna take notes i'm very excited about today's <laughs> episode. i'm knowledgeable enough to answer your question <laughs> But yeah, so today Adam's going to be talking about some SEO, search engine optimization, um, kind of answering some of those questions that you might have, uh, like what SEO stands for. Uh, So I got to answer that one. Yay. Okay. One check for me. Um, But yeah, Adam, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So yeah, as John said, I'm a the owner of Mason Photography. Now we are a photography team of four people uh, right now in the DC area. And that team is growing and shifting all the time. And uh, we were shooting a lot prior to the current circumstances. Um, yeah, I've been in DC for seven years, been a full-time wedding photographer for five years and, you know, shot over 200 weddings. Also host the Beard to Talk podcast. My, my main thing for myself is I tell everybody this and John knows this is that like, I'm just a normal guy. Like I'm not a celebrity photographer. I don't have 10,000 followers on Instagram. You can't swipe up. Um, you know, almost, you're yeah, almost there. We're, we're trying after this. Podcast, <laughs> please, uh, yes. help, help me. Um, and, uh, you know, but for me, like I was born in a small town, raised by a single mom, kicked out of college and, you know, now, you know, run a six figure business here in DC. Uh, you know, the only city in the country during the last recession to raise their property prices. So, 
uh, and we bought a house. So somehow, uh, you know, over this freelancing thing, you know, that uh, up until like a year ago, people still asked me, hey, you still doing that photography thing? Uh, it's worked out and it's really, really cool. We also shoot some corporate clients like Facebook, Instagram and Tesla as well. And, you know, we've shot weddings and stories in over 20 countries. And it's just been a really exciting thing like i really do love my job and for me every day i feel like i don't deserve it and it's been really really cool like i i'm waiting for the ride to stop but uh it's so far okay. <laughs> that's great yeah well, i've enjoyed following you throughout the years I've, i don't even remember how i found you or how long i've been following you but i it, i feel like i've been following you since before your podcast oh yeah I yeah i remember you launching the podcast and me getting very excited about it john oh. i think you and i talked about it when it launched <laughs> uh yeah yeah i like the i think the second week after the podcast launched we were at um the our local uh rising tide uh tuesdays together okay and we were talking about podcasts and we were all like going back and forth and then one of the girls was like oh have you listened to adam mason's bearded dog yet and i was like i haven't i didn't know he started one that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy when i first started the podcast it was i i felt really late to it actually like i I've loved podcasts. I used to work for Apple. I took a podcasting class in college. And uh, so I've just been always about podcasts. I listen to a lot. Like, it is terrible how much I listen to you. Uh, like, I listen to more podcasts than I watch TV, and I watch a lot of TV. But uh, <laughs> it's, I wanted something, you know, I. I started off this career, quote unquote, and it was very hard to find answers to questions. And it didn't feel right to, you know, ask people out, ask professionals who I looked up to and had, you know, very valuable information. It didn't feel right to ask them if I could pick their brain or take them out to lunch because their information was so much more valuable than that. And I'd still ask a few questions here and there, but the main thing for me was, you know, trying to create a resource that. Uh, somebody could be new or be like, hey, I'm curious about this. What do I do? And they can mm -hmm. just pull up the podcast and have something there. And at the same time, it's kind of morphed to, you know, a helpful handbook, if you will, an audio handbook, but with like discussions from other experts, you know, and that's that's my main thing, too, is uh, like the goal of the podcast for me is not just to have a normal interview where it's like, Hey, how to do this. And then you go listen to it. And it's, they've repeated that same answer on five different podcasts. Right. You know, my, yeah. my thing for the bearded talk is that I want it to be more of like a, you're listening in on a conversation between two of the speakers after a workshop and you just happen to be there. And so it's a lot more cordial, a lot more candid, at least for me, I feel like I'm very curious. Um, and that often leads to, uh, you know, rabbit trails. But I think like, I want to get a bigger picture of who that person is and, you know, why they became an expert in this thing or why that particular thing has worked for them. So it's, mm -hmm. it's been really, really cool. Yeah. yeah. A little bit more of the personality behind the brand than just like, you know, yeah. tell us about your business and answer these five questions. I probably feel like I get whatever the topic is. who you're, interviewing when you when i listen to your podcast too so yeah i mean people um you know it's the same kind of thing you know and i appreciate you guys having me on and we've already had more personal discussion than normal but there there are people who will just reach out and be like hey come talk about seo and not want to talk you know about your personal life or anything like that um but I think, you know, as John knows, and we talked about our workshop on Tuesday night for SEO is like, you know, SEO is important to me, not because I'm a nerdy guy. SEO is important to me because it's free. 
you know, and, and, right. and it aligns with the way that I like to work. Um, and I, you know, for people who resonate with that and are like, oh, I don't have any money. Uh, what can I do? And I'm like, well, if you can write or type, uh, you know, you can make this happen and let's, yeah. let's do that. And, um, you know, I think that is, it almost seems simpler to me than a lot of other concepts. Um, you know, so that's why I like it. And so I think finding that out about other people has always been one of my, you know, one of my, one of my things, you know, cause there are some people that like, don't have to pay attention to SEO or, or mm -hmm. you know, there's still famous wedding photographers that don't have an Instagram, which I'm like, that's crazy, but <laughs> right. they have to because their other referral sources are so huge. You right. Know. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I like, I also like about SEO that it's not like, uh, it's not like Instagram where the algorithm seems to like completely change every okay. six months or something <laughs> like SEO stays pretty stable. Like as yeah. long as you're doing a few things, it seems to be, working well yeah like we uh if you do seo correctly you and google have the same goal and so hopefully google will almost mm -hmm. always reward you you know for yeah. for implementing the good practices so yeah well before we get into all the seo stuff i have yeah. i have something that i've i've been wondering about uh since i met you actually before i, I met you but okay. uh, I'm nervous. So yes, yes, this is going to be get like super personal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, brace yourself. Um, has has your wife ever seen you without a beard, like <laughs> naked faced, without a beard? Because my children have not seen me. My my son just turned five a couple months ago, and he has not seen me without a beard. Yeah. Uh, so my wife, we've been together for, man, she can probably hear me saying this. So, uh, we've been together for five years and, uh, she has, I don't think she's seen me without a beard. This is the shortest I've had it. Um, probably in our whole relationship, I trimmed it just yeah. because, um, Ben from Rosie Red Photography trimmed his beard too in solidarity. And I was like, oh, okay, uh, I'll, I'll trim mine to, and he, uh, he had a massive beard. Yeah, exactly. That's, I was like, oh, if you do it, I, I you're going to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she is not. Do you remember what your face looks like? Because I don't really, like, mine's not that long of a beard, but I I see pictures from, like, our wedding day because I shaved yeah. my beard for our wedding day because I was like, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Um, so it was freshly shaved, and I have, like, that super, super baby face. Yeah. I look 17. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, every time we look at our wedding photos, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I look like. I wonder yeah. what I would look like now. Oh, uh, God, don't do it. Like, uh, if you have a beard and you're older than the last time you haven't shaved, <laughs> I, the beard helped a lot, at least for me. And, and I think too, like, you know, my, my wife, she told me that like most of the guys that she dated before me all had beards. And I was like, oh, so she has a type. And at the same <laughs> time, I wanted to date a girl that liked guys with beards. Like that was my, there's something about, I have these stereotypes in my mind. I'm like, oh, the women who appreciate beards will appreciate me, and I'm going to have a beard. So, uh, yeah, we, I've just revealed so much right now, and that's why the podcast is called The Beard to Talk. So, <laughs> That's funny. Nice. <laughs> well, I love it. I, I love beards. My husband is – I call his hashtag is The Bearded Lover. So <laughs> There you go. Exactly. <laughs> He's got a big, big beard. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, I've been jealous of his beard. He he uh he's got a, a pretty nice one. I can't grow much on the sides here. It's pretty much just like goatee. Yeah, when up. we first met, he always had a goatee. And I've seen him like fresh, clean shaved one time ever. He did it once and he was like, I'm never doing it again. 
and I was like early on in a relationship and then he's always had like a goatee for a while it was like super long and mm. then he decided to grow a beard right before it became like really cool <laughs> and he's like I had a beard before it was cool y'all right. <laughs> <laughs> nice he, he is so hipster that way you know <laughs> So for anyone who doesn't know what SEO really is or like what even that acronym stands for, could you give us like a brief description of like what it does, what we can use it for? Yeah, absolutely. So SEO, you know, research engine optimization is basically if you start start from the back and go forward, like we're trying to optimize for the search engine essentially. And so that for most of us, that's Google, you know, Bing, DuckDuckGo. There are a few other search engines that uh, have different quirks and specialties, but they all generally follow the same rules as Google. Uh, and we all use Google. It's kind of the big, the main one. And so, you know, for me, that is basically, you know, are you able to be found for what people are looking for in Google? You know, for the best example would be like your city name, wedding photographer, right? So that'd be your homepage, like Austin wedding photographer, right? Cause that's what people are looking for rather than no offense to any of us, but like nobody, at least to my knowledge, not many people are looking for Adam Mason or Mason photography, you know, maybe right. once in a while now after we've been here for seven years, but, right. uh, you know, they're usually looking for DC wedding photographer. Right. right. And, um, you know, you want to show up on the first page when people research for that so that like you just have a higher chance of being found. And if you have a higher chance of being found then you have a higher chance of being booked. And if you have a higher chance of being booked, then higher chance of actually getting booked and making more money. And, yeah. um, I think that's the whole goal. And so, uh, yeah, that was a long answer, John. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. That's great. Uh, so with, with all that, like trying to get, cause I know like, uh, I don't get them all that often anymore, but when I like maybe, uh, two or three, four years ago, I would get calls and emails all the time about, let me get you on the first page of Google and all those, you know, scams and stuff. Um, but like we, we long to get on the first page because, you know, I've heard you say it before uh, that, you know, the uh, second page of Google is the dark yeah. web. Yeah, there's like a, a tweet. That's on my so show. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it goes to the second page. It's really like the stats on it are really bad. Unless you're really dumpster diving for something, you're, you know, mm -hmm. Google's job is for you to click the first one. You know, yeah. you know, and, and most of the time, as you like read through the results, you might see like fearless wedding wire, stuff like that. And then you finally get to a wedding photographer. So like if you Google DC wedding photographer right now, hopefully I'm on page one, which it took me forever to get to. Uh, it's a very competitive space. And the guy that is usually number one and the guy that's usually number two, they've been in DC for 10 plus years and, and they both hired somebody to do their SEO. So I, I have a high competition. <laughs> yeah. I actually did Google you before, not Adam Mason photography, but I Googled DC wedding photographers and you are on the first page. Boom. All the, way, all the way here from Texas. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that. So you obviously know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just a lot. like, should we have him on the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, guys, if this dummy can do it, you can. Like, that's, that's a big thing. And I think, too, it's like a balance. Like, it's stuff that you can implement today, but you also have to have some level of patience. So, like, I, I do mentorship, yeah. and some of my mentees, when we do SEO, will 
kind of go over it the first session we'll implement it i'll give them some homework to do and then we'll start tracking and say hey let's come back in a month from now and then let's look at what's going on because you can't just tell that it's going to work the next day sometimes it does you know sometimes you make a little change but it takes time or like long game exactly and i think too you know it's okay for your business like how long do you want to be in business at least longer than tomorrow right so it's like right um you know just wait it out and try and figure it out and i think too uh you know i love the side of seo where you can like create as much as you want but like if you don't have any backlinks then hey we're gonna have to do a little bit of work on figuring that out and trying some guest posts and um there's lots of little nerdy ways and nerdy parts of the web where you can you know go write an article for something and then they'll link back to your site and it might not even be related to wedding photography but like you literally just need links or like that's why like wedding wire like i don't pay for it but it's nice to have a link from somewhere else you know so yeah oh yeah yeah, I I actually was approached about writing or answering some question. It was like uh, a wedding magazine in Australia or something. I was like, okay. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's an all her photography in you know Melbourne or something. I don't know. But uh, but they asked me to answer a question. I was like, oh yeah, this would be great. Kind of with that SEO in mind. I was like, probably not going to get any bookings from this, but they're going to link back to my website oh, yeah. from another country, which I don't know if that means anything for Google. Uh, if like from, yeah, sure, uh, sure. from websites from other countries or not, but I was like, this will be another backlink. That's great. Yeah. As long as it's all authentic, like if it's a real site, uh, you know, they, mm. you know, there's these things called like uh, a website's URL rating and a domain ranking. And it basically is like the strength of how hard is their, how strong is their referral to you? So like, Right. The not.com would have a very high referral rating for us three because we're wedding photographers, um, you know, and like CNN would also have a high referral rating. But like it, Google might be like, oh, this is, actually isn't wedding related or isn't CNN related. So it'll be strong. Obviously, it's CNN, but it's not like it's not uh, on point, if you will. It's not on the same subject. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, backlinks are backlinks. I'll, I'll take it. But, yeah, there are some that are stronger than others. But at the same time. The fun part is like you can gobble up, you know, the weaker ones as well if you'd like. If there are easy ones, then you know it's obviously they're easy wins for a reason. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like even my Facebook backlinks straight yeah. to my website. Why not? Yeah, yeah. That's another one. Yeah, it helps Google know that you're like a real site. You know, I think it's uh, it's it's important to see other people do it, and and even like all of us get out of the habit of like sharing our blog posts. Uh, but like, yeah, like <laughs> posting it from your personal page one, cause people are still going to ask you, you still doing that photography thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then two, you know, just to be like, um, to get traffic too. So even if you get like a handful of hits, you know, maybe just 20 people click on it. Uh, it helps because like it needs, you know, it's like a garden. You got to tend to it. You know, you got to do garden things to it. I'm not a gardener, but yeah. <laughs> all those garden things. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we are also not gardeners. Our I water I actually watered our flowers on our front porch today. Okay. Because um, because one of them bloomed, I was like, oh hey, you're still alive. Okay, <laughs> cool. We we have uh, whatever the opposite of a green thumb is. We have like two of those for Black. each of us. I have. Like Chris, <laughs> on the other hand, he loves. That's my husband, um, Adam. But yeah, he uh, he's all about it. There's plants everywhere in my house, and he takes care of them all. <laughs> I, don't don't let me. <laughs> yeah, we we have the fake plants in our house, and 
we don't even take care of those. Like they've fallen over. I'm like, how are we killing fake plants? This is crazy. Hilarious. <laughs> All right. So as wedding photographers, our websites are mostly pictures, right? So um so what can we do to improve our SEO when our website is mostly pictures? Yeah, so I mean, you know, it's it's gonna be tough, but as far as for post pages, you know, people a lot of people skim, you know, websites, obviously, but your, your clients, you know, people are about to drop, you know, three to 10 grand on you, depending on your price range, like they're reading a little bit more than we think they are. And you got to give them some text. You know, I think, um, that's, that's the normal thing that people do understand where I think a lot of, mm. especially photographers, if you talk to like Sam Jacobson about the sales process, people don't know they're not photography aficionados. Like my clients who I ask them what they like about my work and you know, they've given me some direction that's been really, really helpful. Cause you'll, they'll say like, Hey, really love that. It looks like moments, right? Which, you know, that might be most photographers, but then what they like is that it feels really dynamic or it feels like, you know, you're, it feels like I'm at the wedding or something like that. And so you can use that language one for sales to like help attract the right kind of client. But then two, you know, don't be afraid to write, you know, don't be afraid to write what you're going to do for your clients, how you're going to serve them, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. And at the same time for your photos, uh, in specifics, like, you know, things like your file names, like how do you name the, the images matters, you know, like, what are you going to like, if it's DC dash wedding dash, you know, photographer.jpg, uh, that matters. The image size matters. So I try to aim for under 500 K, um, you know, instead of like one megabyte. So, you know, Photoshop, mm -hmm. JPEG, any blog stomp, something like that. Those are all tools that will resize yeah. images for you. Um, and then, you know, the, also alt tags. So alt tags, essentially like in WordPress or Squarespace or show it, it'll be a little option for you to add an alt tag. And that is essentially, you're describing the image to somebody who can't see the image essentially. And so, yeah. um, you know, a lot of people like to spam in that area if, cause they don't really know anything. They're like, oh, I'm just going to add more tags. And that's not what you should do at all. So, yeah. Yeah. I always, yeah, that's exactly right. I always, in the alt tags, I always put in like a, as if I was describing the picture to someone who couldn't see. That's yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, even today I had a mentee text me about it and, you know, she was like, do I just say what it is? And I was like, yeah, you could start with that. And then like describe the photo to them. So even if it's like a black and white, I'll always be like black and white photo of blah, blah, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so it's, um, you know, because I think it's, it's important because, you know, if it, is what it is, then people will also, people are also searching for that. So they're looking for like beautiful black and white wedding photos, you know, or something like that, or they're building their inspiration. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I actually had a couple reach out to me because of my black and white photos. Oh, they're awesome. like, we were, we were searching, like looking through all the photographers' websites, looking for someone who can do like classic, like timeless looking uh, black and white photos. And I was like, sure. Okay, cool. Well, I'm yeah. glad that I include those because I love I love color. Yeah. I love. I mean, I know you love color too. Your tagline is you know colorful photos for colorful people. So, and your your website is like super vibrant too. And and I wanted mine to be like nice and colorful and not just a white background and then a few photos, um, which is what my old website was. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, I was I was glad that I included those black and white photos and uh, and I didn't I didn't think to do that in the alt tag, like put black and white photo of sure yeah 
but that that makes sense especially if, for those couples who are searching specifically for someone who can take good black and white photos sure. uh, yeah. yeah even if they're just looking for it or like you know couples are looking for more like a lot of my couples would describe the light and airy style as like washed out right so mm-hmm. or when they're looking for my kind of work they would describe it as colorful so you know well oftentimes it'll be like this is a very vibrant image you know and uh you know you incorporate that into your alt text as well but yeah it has to be smart though make it like legible and make it like a sentence and not right. uh, you know just like Austin wedding photographer, Austin, 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 you know, or whatever. Don't. Yeah. 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 Which is totally what I used to do when I was was like, Austin wedding photography, photography, ATX fun. Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Hire me, please. Yes. (laughs) Cheap, inexpensive, well worth it. Okay. This is, this is too spammy. I I love it. Yeah. So like, I know that we we all aim for getting on um, like the front page of Google for, uh, you know, like a DC wedding photographer or Austin wedding photographer. Um, but what are some other uh, other keywords, other phrases that we could like maybe focus on uh, either either focus on uh, as like our main focus or like a good uh, back burner focus to maybe get on those that couples would be searching for totally yeah so i mean as far as having you know your site by accident so even if you practice everything to have you know one main keyword there are going to be secondary and tertiary things that you show up for uh you know when searching or when couples search for it so like um you know, for me, I always think about like, how are you, what questions are the couples asking and then how can you serve them? And so if they're asking, you know, do we need a second photographer, right? So they're getting a lot of input from their friends, bridesmaids, family members, all the stuff. So like, why not you set the tone, you know? And so, and Google will do the work. Like if they know you're in Austin and a person is in Austin and they're asking about this, yeah, they could show other uh, blog posts, but if there's one that's like location, you know, specific to them, then Google might think that's better. And so like, why not provide some client education, um, you know, and one that serves future clients, but also current clients, you know, like what to wear for your engagement session, you know, whatever. And at the same time too, when it comes to other ideas, like we just have to think so early if we want to create content for our future clients, but like before clients even book a venue, what do the photos at that venue look like? What's the ceremony setup look like? Like, why not write about weddings at that certain venue um, and target that venue? You know, so I think that is helpful too. And, you know, if you can try and end up on first page of Google or in like the Google image search, it's gonna be really helpful. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause even like as a wedding photographer, I've gone to, or like had, had a couple who, um, you know, booked me at a fairly new venue Yeah, and I go to the venue's website and it's like, Oh, cool. You have like the, the renderings of what your venue might look like once it's finished, but no actual real weddings there. And yeah. like Google didn't have a lot. And I was just searching for other photographers who had made like a blog post uh, just so I could get a feel of, okay, what does the ceremony site actually look like? What is the lighting yeah. in there? And that makes sense that, uh, that couples would be doing the same thing because it's more important to them because it's their wedding day. They want to see what all that looks like. And if you're yeah. one of those photographers that I was clicking on and I was like, Oh, what does this wedding venue look like? They're going to be doing the same thing. Yeah. And if your photos are good, they're, 
probably going to be clicking on that right contact. Yeah, I think too. This is like a pro tip. This helped me so much. If there is a new wedding venue or new event space or even like a brewery, because lots of people are getting married at breweries nowadays, like mm-hmm. uh, try your hardest to do either a style shoot there or, you know, obviously current circumstances, maybe not, but like whatever, whenever it is able to go back to normal life, like do a shoot there as fast as humanly possible, like get that up on SEO. Because again, like you said, like people are going to be searching for wedding photos of that venue. And, uh, and if there are none, that is an opportunity for you to just get in there. And, um, that's happened to me, uh, twice now. And nice. it's been so, so good. Um, and I, I actually didn't have to do the style shoots. I just, I shot the first or the second wedding ever at a venue and I just blogged it before the uh, the person who did the first one did. So um, <laughs> they lost. Um, so <laughs> that's kind of the cool part. Like, and now, I mean, we shoot, our team shoots 30 weddings there a year uh, at the same venue. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So it's yeah. A, irreliable. It's like, it's such a perfect uh, scenario. But yeah, like if there are new venues, you know, that's also too, this is, I know they're supposed to be talking about SEO, but like, you know, you got to keep, uh, you know, your other vendors in your mind and your planners and just like, hey, I actually don't want you to refer me to any new couples. I want you to tell me when a new venue is popping. Like that's, that's, and then you tell that couple, I'll do whatever it takes to book them if they like my work, you know, or whatever. And I think that'll just pay dividends, you know, for a long time if you're, um, oh, yeah. rather than a flash in the pan of, you know, shooting at another venue, like especially if it's a pop popular venue and it's your first time shooting there then you're gonna have a lot of competition so yeah Mm -hmm. and if it's a newer venue or you know even with uh with the popular venues you know every wedding may not get blogged because a lot of photographers don't blog every single wedding Um, i mean i don't blog every single wedding but i try to blog a lot of them and if you can get in there uh especially with a newer venue and you you send them the link to that blog and be like hey I blogged, I blogged the photos that I took at this yeah. wedding like last weekend. They're like, what? And then they're going to be sharing it around yeah. and they're going to be posting it on Facebook, their personal pages and yeah. and all that. And and that builds that relationship between you and the venue. Totally. And all the vendors, like if you yeah. blog a wedding, send it to all the vendors. Like oh, yeah. if every wedding has eight to 10 vendors. That's eight to 10 people that they're like, oh, look at all this free advertising. I didn't have to do anything for please let me show it off and make myself look good. Like it's, it's self-serving, but it's also serving them. So like, yeah, like you gotta, yeah, the internet is a bunch of lions and you've got the meat. You gotta give them the meat. That's right. Bad analogies right now. That's what you guys are in Texas. You got a lot of lions, a lot of tigers, a lot of tigers. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Not as many as Oklahoma, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, right? It's it's insane, man. You never never know. You never know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. We we tell all of our uh, our attendees for our workshops, yes, to share, share, share. That it's it's why not? Like it's free marketing for you for one thing, and it's great for them. They're gonna they're gonna sing your praises if you send them. First of all, if you send them a gallery, and then secondly, if you write a blog and you tag the crap out of all of them, and then all on your social media, of course, it just does so much for you. So why not? <laughs> yeah. As long as you like the photos and they represent you, share them. Right. Or yeah. like right. make a blog post and hide it from your blog page. So it's still you know, searchable. Like go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Um, the guy that used to blog everything and now it's like, oh, I, d- I don't blog anything anymore. 
<laughs> yeah, I I used to blog every single photo shoot. Yeah, me too. Whether it was like family session or yep. doing senior portraits or taking pictures in the backyard with my kids. I was okay. like, yeah, I'm just going to blog this because I had so much time starting off whenever I only had like eight weddings a year. Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah. wanted, and I think that really did help. I knew nothing about SEO back then, yeah. but I was just like, yeah. I know that you should blog. I think that's a good thing yeah. for people to it at least says to blog. So, <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I had no idea like the whole culture and the world of photographer education. Yeah. From, until like maybe three four years ago. So starting off, I was like, all right, cool. I'm doing this on my own. I don't know. Uh, this is a way that people can see my photos. So I'm going to blog. And then that helped a lot in Austin uh, to where I was like able to jump up pretty quickly. I mean, I was never on the first page uh, in Austin, but super uh, competitive though. It, it is. Yeah. 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 There's, there's a, a few thousand uh, wedding photographers yeah. there in town. <laughs> Just a few. <laughs> yeah, just, 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 I'm sure, like, I know that y'all are in, in DC is like one of the most saturated. Yeah. So DC is, uh, it's the most expensive wedding market in the country. Um, as far as I know, based on, you know, the few stats we've seen, mm -hmm. um, you know, because of Southeast Asian, uh, weddings. So like, it'll be like a million dollar budget for a wedding. Um, and it's like four days long and there's elephants <laughs> everywhere. Um, yeah, DC, I believe. So one of my corporate clients is a big tech company, and they um, they were able to like find me at least anybody who called themselves a wedding photographer in their Facebook bio mm -hmm. uh, in the district, and it was over twenty thousand. Uh, yeah, and so the competition, like you could throw a rock in DC, like your mailman in DC is a freaking. Wedding. <laughs> I think the wedding photographers as LA the actors. So like the person who makes your Starbucks drink in LA is an actor. The mm. person who makes your Starbucks drink in DC is also a photographer. Like it's, <laughs> it's insane. Like the yeah. content creation side of things, everything. And, and especially weddings, like people, um, it's kind of crazy. And I think too, DC is like very hungry to be creatively not, I'm not doing anything to do this. Cause I just don't care about that. But, um, other creatives in DC are trying really, really hard to let it be uh, known as a creative space and not just like a political place. And so, um, yeah. you know, there's a lot of artists that are here and doing amazing stuff. And uh, yeah, lots and lots of wedding photographers, guys. Like uh, that's why if I moved from DC, like it would be tough obviously to move my business, but I'd be like, man, if it wasn't New York city, Seattle or uh, LA, I'm like, Oh, I feel okay about it. Like, all right. Like, you know, I'd use it's easy. I can make it happen. <laughs> Yeah, but my biggest thing is I would need content. Like, I would need more, you know, I'd need, like, 10 to 20 weddings, I think, at least. Uh, and they'd have to be awesome and right. SEO-worthy, and I'd try my hardest. And, you know, mm -hmm. that's the other thing, too, is, like, getting into, like, pricing. But, like, your work has to show – should be obvious. Like, they go to your work, and they're like, oh, man, this photographer looks like they're very expensive. And then they get your pricing, and they're like, oh, it's just a little bit less than what we thought. Of course we'll book them, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, versus, like, oh, we can't afford them. Yeah. So like with, with people moving, uh, cause I know a lot, a lot of people have to move uh, yeah. for, you know, their spouse's work or just life moves you to a different place. Sure. Uh, yeah. and, and I've heard of a lot of, like, I have a few friends who have had to move back like with their families during this time or chose to move back so that they could be self-isolation 
with their families and not yeah. out on their own wherever. But moving your business to a new place, like what are a few, do you have a few tips for SEO other than like go shoot and just yeah, post just as much as you can? Uh, um, yeah, so I I moved to DC from Philadelphia and Philadelphia is where I started my business. And so everything was Philadelphia wedding photographer, um, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, you know, it's, it's just going to take some, some changes, but yeah, if you're moving, you know, obviously, um, if you know you're moving, but you're not moving for a while, what I would actually do is like, I would create a page all about where you're moving to's wedding culture. You know, I would write like a wedding guide for that particular place. Um, and have that start ranking for that other keyword, right? So say you're moving from Austin to Dallas or something like that, like mm-hmm. Austin wedding photographer already, I would just create a separate page. You don't even have to show it on your like main, you know, main page, but just have it ready uh, so that it can start like getting the Google juice. And then, uh, right. you know, and then when you move there, when you finally do move there, if you have content that's ready and even what's cool about it is like, you know, even your other photos, like from your portfolio, so I have like, maryland and virginia right like states that are very close to dc um you know i have photos from weddings like that in my portfolio but they are named you know dc wedding whatever you know whatever it is for the homepage. and so you know even if you were moving you could just change all that stuff and re-upload it um you know and i think that would help you know it's just gonna like google literally they call them a spider and they crawl your website and like mm-hmm. just gonna tell the spiders to be like oh we're gonna go a different direction and instead of austin we're going to dallas or instead of dc we're going to virginia or whatever so yeah okay yeah, yeah. it can't be done yeah, again all this stuff just takes work it takes it takes time and like yeah. I, I think people um like seo is like right above bookkeeping in the like level of fun if you're not into it uh like both going, oh, bookkeeping, bookkeeping outsource so yes oh my gosh i could yes okay yeah. or at so, least writing. people don't like writing but it's uh you know once you do it you get in the groove and you're like okay i know what i need to do to make this happen so what is okay so i am currently building a new website from scratch and okay. um so what platform on WordPress. <laughs> awesome. Cool. A big announcement for everybody. Please, like, if you are new, in the nicest way possible, like, Squarespace is just harder to show up for, period. And they know this. And the sites look awesome. But, like, if you care about SEO or you're, like, really attracted to the idea of, like, not spending money on advertising, please get a WordPress site. Like, WordPress.org. Pay for your hosting. Put it on there. Yeah, I don't mean to preach. But, yeah, that's... That's one of my few, I have like two mentees who both have Squarespace sites and it is so frustrating for them because I'm like, guys, like I could make this page right now. And by the end of this week, it'll rank on Google. Um, yeah, well, and I had Squarespace like years ago and I, I mean, honestly, it was just clunky. It was hard to, it's supposed to be like the easy website, but it right. was yeah. hard. Yeah. It was a lot harder. And I've, I've currently I'm on show it, but um, I'm doing. Uh, show it is like right between for me. Like I like show it cause it's like still with WordPress. Yeah. But if yeah. you're pure WordPress, then it's it's so much easier, guys. It's yeah. just like Microsoft Office. Like if you can use Word documents back from school when you learned computer class, like you can do you can do WordPress. Yeah, so that's what, that's what I'm currently doing. But so what would be 
tips for people who have a WordPress, <laughs> like little things, like maybe like three practical tips to um, build your SEO? Yeah. So, you know, this would apply for any website, but WordPress specifically, like, you know, obviously my favorite plugin for WordPress is called Yoast. Yes. And that's a SEO plugin. And really yeah. people think it has magic powers, but all it is, it's just a checklist. Yeah. Um, for you and it makes it really easy and it says hey here are some things to consider and you might go oh okay let me go fix that or it's also just a reminder of like oh i forgot to have a featured image in my post right like if you're if, you know so it just helps a lot um you know, yeah, so I think I that... my blogs for sure and it is super helpful when i because i have the pro version so whenever i like go down and i look and i'm like oh i need to fix this this and this it is it's yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Yoast is great. I mean, and you can use it on every page of your website, right? So if it's just like, okay, I need a meta description for my homepage, or I need a meta description for my contact page, that should be different. Um, and so yeah, Yoast is going to be the number one thing. And, and I think too, you know, the other tip that I would give is, is you have to write, like I said, so like on your homepage, like talk about, don't talk about you know, again, John knows that I, I hate this. Like, don't talk about like being a dog mom or a coffee addict. Like, how will you serve, uh, you know, your area's wedding couples? You know, like, what do you love about weddings? Like, what, why did you move to that area? Or what do you love about that area? And I think, too, that, that's an organic way to, one, let your clients know that you're in the groove with that area. And then, two, like, that Google's going to like you, too. I think the other thing, too, is for your homepage that I really like is, in addition to having a few call to actions where they're like, Hey, come over here to look at our portfolio or read more about the team or go to our blog is like one of those content education pieces we talked about, John is like, you know, so say you have your favorite engagement locations in this particular city. Uh, I would have one of those on your homepage too. Cause that can be really helpful. Right. Cause they're like, Oh, it looks like they already have a, a post on like the, the next question that I'm asking, you know, or the next mm -hmm. resource I need. Yeah. Um, and so that can be really, really helpful too. So yeah, that's smart. Yeah. I'll send so, you voice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of piggybacking on uh, Rachel's question, because we got a question from uh, one of our listeners, uh, Alyssa, and she was asking about Squarespace as well. And if you can have successful SEO um, or if, if you're on a Square, Squarespace platform right now, like are there certain things you can do to better your SEO uh, maybe not get to the WordPress level, but uh, just to make it better. Just kind of like the things that you just said about WordPress or <laughs> is there anything specific to Squarespace? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the biggest thing is to, is to have good practices, right? So, you know, we, it's, it's, it's a long list, but I mean, again, like having good content. So having your, your text there, making sure your photos are the right size, properly named, proper alt tags, uh, proper, site title, page title, uh, the URL slug matters, right? So if it's like site name.com slash, you know, venue name wedding or whatever, like implementing those practices and doing a good job at that, it will help you. And then I think just uh, bugging Squarespace support like every day uh, would also be great to be like, hey, you can, this can help show up. But Alyssa, yeah, if you just have the right practices and put them in place, it will help. It's just... It, it's such an uphill battle, but yeah, you could totally just, just do the right thing. And, uh, and hopefully someday Squarespace will reward it. <laughs> uh, what are the first three things we need to do to improve SEO today? Oh, 
if what we just said, what, what I just told you for your homepage, that's what I would be, I would say oh. is like, like definitely, you know, write, have good content on your homepage, uh, update title name, resize all your photos, have them have proper names and then write more, <laughs> like add more text, like 300 words is, is what they say is recommended because the whole goal is for you to have the quote unquote authority in this space. So if it's like you, all your blogs and all your site structure, your portfolio, your contact page, all your education, all of that supports your main keyword. So all of that is goal is to prove that you are the authority of Austin wedding photographer or DC wedding photographer. And so having that mindset, I think is going to be really, really helpful. And those are the three, those are the main things I would start on today. It's like fix those things and uh, like pick your your five favorite blog posts that you want to rank for work on those first, start tracking, like make sure you have Google analytics installed. It's free or Google search console and start tracking and say, okay, this is what I am at now. What will I be a month from now? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I know as photographers, a lot of us, we like, we love the visual, uh, obviously, and we're horrible at writing text and writing, like, I am not good at writing blogs, but I'm good at at speaking, uh, at least, you know, I've been doing it for a few years. So um, I, I love talking and something that I've implemented, and I I don't remember where I heard it from, uh, because I would definitely give them a shout out. But I just Uh, pull out my phone like after a wedding and I will record and just talk about a couple things that really happened that were like special to the wedding or uh, even you know I'm I'm writing uh, a couple blogs right now on like different locations and things and the way that I'm starting is just talking into a recorder and then uh, I'll transcribe later because one it's in my voice because I'm speaking uh, and it's not as proper because I tend to go on the proper like essay style whenever I get in front of stuff and uh, start typing Um, but like uh, for photographers um, as you're trying to to write three I mean 300 words sounds like a lot Um, but whenever you're speaking like probably from the beginning of me talking uh, like in these few sentences I'm nearing 300 words uh, because yeah it's like you can just talk about it and uh, and I found that that's been really helpful for me is talking and then I'll just transcribe um, or every now and then I'll just have my wife do it because you know she likes to you know sometimes we'll like I'll pull up the laptop and we'll just like sit in bed she'll be on hers doing stuff uh, you know she's also my my album designer so she'll like design an album and then I'm editing and we like have that that time together even though I'm able to to get some work done at the same time nice totally yeah we we have another question uh from av um which uh you might remember her she was also at creative uh, yeah. with us in orlando uh she's out of seattle um but she was asking uh, she said what uh what do you do when you redid your website and all of your index photos disappeared from google uh, and I asked a little bit about that and she was talking about like uh, whenever you Google her business name yeah. and then it comes up with like your Google business profile and then like the photos that oh. are that Google pulls up. Okay. Um, so she redid her website and then all of those photos are gone now. Okay. So just to clarify, the photos from her Google My Business listing disappeared? Uh, 
Yes. Like whenever you Google, I don't know if they're like associated with her, my business listing. Cause I know you can upload photos directly right, there, right. which would probably be the easiest. Yeah. Know. That's what I would do is I would just like upload your 10 favorite photos to the, to your Google, my business listing right now. Uh, and that'll help know, like if they have the same file names as photos from your website, then Google will be like, Oh yeah, this is also on their site. Um, okay. Yeah, anytime you update your site or redo your site or change your site, you know, if you remove stuff from your site uh, and don't upload it with the same name, then yeah, that's what's called a broken link. And Google is not going to uh, be able to find those. And, you know, so there's a, when you're early starting out, you could be a little bit more messy. But like if I, like when I redid my site to what it looks like currently, I, it took a long time to make sure every redirect and everything, and I still get errors, but, um, you know, because again, I want all the links to work on my site. So yeah, I would, uh, I would just check on the, the, my business listing. And then again, yeah. Like, did you, did you reupload the, are they the same files on the new site or are they differently named or, you know, whatnot? So, okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And also, if you're listening and you do not have a my business listing, go create one right now because it is it is so good to help uh, help bump you up in this the search yeah. results. Yeah. And you know that's we've talked about getting reviews before. That's where you can get reviews. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. it's, it's such a weird thing, but like, yeah, have your reviews in one spot main spot but then uh, what i usually do is i'll have a couple be like hey you left one on reddit wedding wire do you mind putting on google too and there you could just copy and paste they're like oh yeah sure you know totally will yep that's uh, that's what i tell mine is that i have i have like uh three different spots that i ask if they'll do them on and i just say mm, just copy and paste you don't have to rewrite for each one and give them the links that way it makes it real easy for them to yeah, mm -hmm. yeah they don't have to go search and yeah. like where's your profile on the yeah. knot yep. no. yeah one one question that might be um somewhat seo related but probably not is i know you are like a mashed potato fanatic yeah um, <laughs> And um, what is your, what's your go-to? Like, what's your favorite? Are you more of a, because uh, I, I didn't know that there were like different kinds of mashed potatoes because I always just had mashed, um, but uh, getting married, uh, my wife's family is a whipped potato uh, family. So are you like mashed? Are you whipped? Are you smashed potatoes? What's... Yeah. I, I don't care how we get there. I care about the result. And... <laughs> When it comes to mashed potatoes, inherently of their mm -hmm. name, the consistency is, is thick, and that's what I like. You know, if, uh -huh. it, if it is runny or looks like the second cousin of grits, that is not what I want. Like, that <laughs> is not where we're going. Like, you should be able to make a little hole in your mashed potato pile on your plate, pour gravy in it, and have it not come out. It should just be like a little magical white and brown volcano. Okay. I'm, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, so whether you whip them or use a mixer or hand mash, like we, we hand mash everything here right now for Thanksgiving and stuff because um, we're still young and can do that, but uh, someday we'll do a <laughs> mixer. But, uh, you know, like if you use 2% milk or use heavy cream or whatever, like I, I'm not a big uh, cheese in my mashed potatoes kind of guy, at least at the pure level. On top, you know, right. we can do whatever. So, uh, and the next morning after you make mashed potatoes, they need to be firm enough for you to make pancakes out of them and fry them up. So That is true. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So if you disagree, if you're listening to this, uh, you can come fight me. Uh, right? <laughs> but as long as you bring mashed potatoes to fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, awesome. 
awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, for answering all this SEO for us um, and really yeah. kind of you know putting us on a good trajectory for updating our websites as we will all do right now. Yeah, because totally. that is that's one of the biggest things with learning is you got to implement it. Because um, if you don't implement it, then you're you're not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I know all the exercises and all of the weight loss tips as far as what I should eat to do, and uh, it just does not work because I am not executing. So, like, yeah, execution is the king. And one percent of people who hear everything do it, and um, you know, like, don't be that person that knows what they should do and hasn't done it yet. Like, by the end of this year, especially at this time, there's going to be an opportunity. Lots of bad and horrible stuff is happening right now, and lots of businesses will fail. Um, and that's going to be ha- that's going to happen. Don't make that be you. And at the same time, this year will pre- present an opportunity for you to come out of this, uh, you know, hopefully stronger and hopefully ready to to take on new work and better work and be more professional while other people are not able to do that. So take advantage for sure. Sweet. Yeah. Well, John. Yes. What are you loving this week? What am I loving? Okay. Um, so I am loving um, a movie on on Netflix, and it is called Extinction. Yeah. Um, I've heard. Yeah, I've it's, heard it's good. I love movies with twists and like where you think things are going some way and then it just completely changes and i knew nothing about this movie but i had watched another movie and then it came it came up with like the you know similar to this or whatever uh, and i was like oh okay that's cool i know that one guy i don't even know his name but like i've seen him in other things the main main character in this one uh, and i was like all right, cool. Yeah, I'll watch this. It seems like kind of apocalyptic alien invasion um, without being like too sci-fi alien invasion. It's more like a thriller type movie. Yeah. Uh, have you seen it, Adam? You? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a super good movie. I like it. It's super okay. just weird and yes. everything. So, yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's one of the things that I'm loving. Um, and... Yeah, I've uh, I've been just binging a ton of podcasts right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like going in like archives of podcasts that I've recently um, recently started listening to, um, like the what's her name Jasmine Star her her podcast. Yeah. Uh, recently, probably two months ago, found her podcast. So I've been going back and listening to some older stuff of hers uh, and the Gary V. Uh, audio something whatever his podcast is called yeah. uh, Gary V has got a ton of good stuff also I joined TikTok so uh, <laughs> he's got a lot of good TikTok stuff he he sings the praises of TikTok all the time I am not good at it at all because I am old and don't know what I'm doing but uh, but it's fun and he has a lot of educational stuff on there too so uh, but yeah that's what I'm loving Adam, what are you loving? Uh, honestly, and I feel so silly to admit this, but this is part of my own uh, personal life. <laughs> uh, over the past like few weeks, a friend of mine, a photographer buddy of mine said, hey, you should get Call of Duty Warzone. And, uh, and I'm not a big video game guy, but I have been mm. playing almost every day for the last six weeks, just a little bit, like either for lunch or before I go to bed, I'll play a little bit. And uh, it's been so much fun. And now a bunch of my friends are on photographer buddies are playing, uh, you know, Dylan Howe, another SEO guy we're we're playing together. So it's, uh, 
it's really great i like it a lot it's been really really fun nice nice i i did like the whole like uh call of duty black ops and stuff back i don't know how many years ago that came out um but but yeah i think uh because i saw a photographer friend maybe the same photographer friend post about like hey i'm i'm playing call of duty y'all need to jump on here i was like it's probably not the same uh same call of duty that i have um but i also don't have any like i have an xbox 360 um and that is it and we use that mostly for netflix uh so any of these new games and i'm like oh i should get that like while we're quarantined here that would be fun to start doing this is like only xbox one i'm like oh oh yeah i guess i guess i'm old school Uh, with this 360 now okay i didn't know that i thought uh because warzone is crossplay, but i didn't know that uh i wonder it's crossplay and free that's what made me attracted to it oh it is i don't okay. know if uh i'm gonna google it right now live this is what <laughs> they got for <laughs> uh, okay let me see i think you you should look you should look into it, it, it okay may, so because that'd be really fun and then uh, we could play together <laughs> yeah that'd be fun <laughs> how late do you want to stay up john is really the question I, cause oh I yeah <laughs> yeah i'm well, it'll be it. It won't be as late as you because we're an hour ahead. No, yeah. an hour behind. Yeah, exactly. Whichever direction. So, uh, yeah, it'll be good. I'm usually up till about one or two working anyway, uh, so I can play and then work. Because exactly. that's the that's the order that you're supposed to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Sweet. Okay, Rachel, what are you loving? Um. So. I'm rewatching The Good Place because <laughs> why not? Oh, yeah. I love that show so much. It was really good. Uh, uh, Kristen Bell is probably one of my favorite people. And um, and then the other thing that I've been like binging on really is uh, Justin Long's um, podcast. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if y'all. I've, I mean, I've, I listen to all kinds of podcasts, but uh, his is really it's it's just good. I just like it. He's the guy that played the Mac in the Mac PC commercials back in the day. Yes. Huh? That's how I remember him. I'm like, Who's just along. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. The Mac guy. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I love it. So that's uh, that's basically what I've been doing. That's pretty okay. much it. Yeah. Yeah. I need to listen to more of his podcast. He's funny. Uh, yeah. I listened to the first couple whenever it first came out. And then, I don't know. I think it just gets lost because I have so many now. Yeah. And the life like, is with justin mom yeah well sweet (laughs) well cool well this was fun thank you adam for being on here with us sure and uh and thank you everyone for tuning in and um we will see y'all next week bye bye Y'all, it was a blast hanging out with Adam today, and he absolutely brought some fire with those SEO tips. And like he said, 1% of people who hear something like this actually follows through to implement it. Let's change that statistic, because I know each and every one of you will be taking things that you learned today and applying them in your business right now. Seriously, it's free and it only takes time. Make the effort. You will not be sorry. You can find Adam on Instagram at Mason Photography, and you can listen to his podcast by searching for The Bearded Tog Podcast. You can find his podcast on Instagram at The Bearded Tog.
Thank you for listening to the Light and Dark Podcast. You can join us next week live on Facebook in our Light and Dark Photography Podcast group by heading to lightdarkco.com slash join FB or by searching Facebook for Light and Dark Photography Podcast. I'm Rachel Driscoll, and you can find me on Instagram at Rachel Driscoll. And I am John Mansfield, and you can find me on Instagram at allheartphoto. The Light and Dark podcast is recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. You can find the show notes with all the things at lightdarkco.com slash podcast. This podcast was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme is by the talented John Isaac. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.